Greetings and salutations, sports and wrestling fans all across the wide and wonderful internet. It's time for another edition of Modern Day Gladiators here on the Outlander Media Network. I, as always, your humble host, Michael Shibley, still the ace of Tennessee sports podcasting. Hopefully you guys are doing well out there. A little bit more of a a somber mood, I guess, as we talk about uh, sports and everything else that has happened this week. Of course, we're going to start with the main topic, of course, and that is COVID-19. The coronavirus is putting pretty much all sporting events to a halt here in the United States and around the world. It is amazing to see what has happened in just a week's time when you look at how everything has happened. I released last week's episode calling it Corona Canceled, which of course you can still listen to on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. Please give us those five-star reviews. But I released that episode and we were talking about even the possibility of things happening here. I talked about how things were probably going to go on maybe without crowds and all these different things. And it ends up happening where all sporting and entertainment events have stopped here in the United States. I said it would just be weird to have things, you know, without March Madness, without baseball, without, I mean, because we were having tennis events being canceled, of course, soccer events over in Europe, especially in Italy, where they had been the hardest hit outside of China at that time. But of course, now have things have spread here, even in Knoxville, where we speak. I know someone in Knox County has at least tested positive. The The virus has gone from barely any a week ago now, I think up to the last number I checked on the local news, it was 78 people affected here in the state of Tennessee. It's in every state now as West Virginia has now had at least one a person test positive. Of course, you can talk about the testing and the lack of that. I think the number is going to go way up once more people have testing ability because, again, the testing has not been readily available no matter who you have been listening to. It has not been. We're working on that, They, or at least they say they're working on that. I'm not. At Outlander Media, we're just here to provide you with some entertainment and some good reasoning and things like that. So we're talking about sports and everything. It's weird to see because I went to work at my day job after I released the episode, and that Wednesday, you get the news that the SEC tournament is going to still go on as planned, at least to start with, because you had all the conference tournaments that were going on, and they talked about how the NCAA said they were going to still have March Madness, but without fans there. Then you had some of these other places talking about delaying the start of of different events. Then I go home from work and I get the notification that Utah Jazz center Rudy Gobert tested positive for coronavirus. And of course, then all the videos start to come out immediately about how a press conference very recently before when Joe, you know, in, in jest started touching all the reporters' microphones and everything, when does we realize... Everybody, it's it seems to be it's interesting that Rudy Gobert seems to be what tipped the scales and started having many many more people in at least the United States start to take this a lot more seriously. Where because the NBA immediately postponed all of their games, you then even had just 
things getting pushed back, getting delayed. I go to work and then they say, hey, all these major conference tournaments, they're going to have no fans. They're still going to play them, but they're going to have no fans in the arena. And then just as Tennessee and Alabama are set to tip off in about an hour, it starts to come through that they're just canceling all of these tournaments. They're they're going to stop it. They're not going to play. They're pretty much going to award the regular season champion their official bid into the tournament. And then what ends up happening is the NCAA says, hey, we're going to postpone March Madness. We're not going to have it. We're canceling it, actually. There's no postponement. So we don't even get to hear one of my all-time favorite sports themes. It's the March Madness theme, ladies and gentlemen. How does this not get you hyped for college basketball and March Madness? I love this time of year. It's just so disappointing, you know, that we're not having it. I understand, though, it's for the greater good. We'll just fade the music out here, ladies and gentlemen. So, again, you have all of these things going on, and now you're not going to have the NCAA tournament. Major League Baseball pushed their start of opening day back. You even have hockey. The NHL has postponed their season. Soccer around the world has been postponed in a lot of places. You even have the Masters Tournament. They have moved the Masters Tournament. They've postponed that. The Kentucky Derby is being moved to the first weekend of September, which you know, it's fine for them, but I don't know about their ratings because if football is going to happen, first weekend of college football is the first weekend in September. So I don't know about that's the best time for the Kentucky Derby to happen, but that's a whole other argument we can have when we get to that point. It just shows, again, that people are taking this seriously. You can see that it is infecting a lot of people. You've got social distancing. Even my day job, we have shut down all of the bowling operations. Where We've still got where I work. We've still got to-go food that we are offering and selling to people because people got to eat, and we're going to offer that. But the bowling that we have is not there, at least for the next two weeks, as we see where we go. Again, social distancing, the right thing. I, again, am doing this episode from my home studio. And by home studio, I mean it's in my closet with a bunch of pillows and an extra microphone. So that's what we've got going on because, again, we're doing this for everybody. I don't want my parents or my in-laws, who are all in their 70s, I don't want to be out somewhere and somehow maybe get infected or contact someone who's been infected and then pass that on to my in-laws or my parents. I would feel terrible if things like that happen. And you finally see more and more people coming around to it. And again, the social distancing, the self-quarantining, only going out really when it's, it's necessary, all those different things. And sports is a big thing because, again, you get 20,000 people in an arena to watch basketball who knows who might have that, and you get, you're sitting right next to each other. So, And even with the, the players, I mean, they're all right next to each other. You can see Rudy Gobert testing positive for it in the NBA, and his teammate Donovan Mitchell now has it. 
And, I mean, reports came out that Gobert was kind of careless with the way he was moving around and all that. You saw him, of course, touching all the microphones. So you have that. Kevin Durant just tested positive for it. So you're getting people in the sports world who, again, are testing positive for COVID-19. Again, please, everybody, wash your hands, practice social distancing, elbow bump, do all the things that are necessary. It's, It's an interesting world out there right now because, again... This is a sports and wrestling podcast, and we'll talk about wrestling at the end with even postponing WrestleMania, but you can see you get these companies where they're definitely taking it seriously because, for example, March Madness, the NCAA basketball tournament is by far the biggest moneymaker that the NCAA has, and we can talk about the argument of not giving any of it to the players. That's a whole other issue of how much money they make and the players don't get anything, but with the TV deals they have and then the live attendance and all of that, and they're not going to even hold the tournament. You would think, you got to look at and trace it back to Rudy Gobert, really, with the tipping point with this, but seeing even if they had it in an empty arena, which is still going to be weird, and we talked about that a little bit on the show, of doing things in an empty arena and not having the crowd there to help cheer you on and motivate that 15 seed to knock off that 2 seed. You don't have that to move them, so it's it would have been such a weird circumstance. But even then, some of these players and fans and family that were able to be there, is family member and essential personnel, some of them could catch it and transmit it, and then you talk to those players, and then they spread it to everybody. That's why, again, these isolation and and steps that everybody are taking with social distancing and and self-isolation show at least to flatten the curve, as you have many people talking about, where the spike isn't as crazy. It flattens that curve so we don't overwhelm the health system in whichever country you are here and listening to this in. So... We'll see how all of this goes. We'll see where everything ends up. But again, it's a shame. I've got a bracket. This is the first time in 25 years I'm not filling out a bracket because there's no bracket to fill out when it comes to a lot of this stuff. I mean, I was excited to see, you know, Obi Totten and the Dayton Flyers. Could they really make a run? And I was thinking about putting them into my Final Four, just the way they've played all season. You know, could Kansas assert their dominance? Would Kentucky make a run? Would Duke and Michigan State and these big-time programs do it? Or were some that we don't know about? You know, Stephen F. Austin was doing great. The Lumberjacks could definitely make a run, at least to the Sweet 16. So you look at all these great storylines, we don't get to see them. You don't get to have these seniors essentially, and that's who I feel really bad for, a lot of the seniors and players who wanted to at least go out on their shield and have one more game. I mean, my beloved Tennessee Vols, I thought we're going to have to win this turn, the SEC tournament to get into the big dance, and it wasn't, they don't even get a chance. I feel bad for like Jordan Bowden and even Lamonte Turner not even to get to experience the tournament, even though it would be from the sidelines. So, But we all understand it is for the greater good when you see all of these things. So I understand why we're doing it. And again, sports is such a minor thing in the world. And yes, it gives us vast amount of entertainment. It gives me this wonderful hobby slash job to do and talk to you lovely people about sports and everything. But in the greater good of everything, 
it it doesn't need to happen right now, and I am okay with that. Yes, there's plenty of other sports news, and we're going to talk about that here in a second. No shibbles and bits. We've just got some other sports news we're going to talk about, and then, of course, we'll move on to professional wrestling, and then I will bid you adieu for another week, but finding, of course, things to talk about, and I'm fine with that. I'm happy to look for crazy sports ideas and things to just talk about and help me get more creative with this show and coming up with stuff, so... We'll see where it all goes, everybody. Please, as always, wash your hands. Don't touch your face as much. Practice social distancing. I'm, again, not a doctor in any means. I have a doctor in awesomeness when it comes to talking about sports. That's as close as I'm going to get to a doctorate. So you do these things, and everything is going to be okay. This too shall pass. We will get through this together, and it's going to be okay. But we have other sports news that we will also talk about as we go on. And again, if you have any questions, you want to talk with me about all of this stuff, hit up Day Gladiators on Twitter. It's the new Modern Day Gladiators Twitter page. Of course, me on Twitter as well, Michael underscore Shibley. But all the sports stuff is going to go through that Twitter page at Day Gladiators. And of course, the Modern Day Gladiators Facebook and also on Instagram, where we're going to post pictures and different stories and all types of updates and whatnot as, of course, things transpire and we all start to kind of change what's going on in the world. And heck, maybe we'll, you know, just have indoor table tennis tournaments and stuff between people. I, I We'll come up with different things and competitive stuff to talk about on the show as things go. And again, it's going to be crazy, at least for a couple of weeks. It might be longer than that. Again, yes, it is a very inconvenient thing, but for the good of everybody, that's why we're all doing this, so... I love you guys, and let's move on to some other quick topics that we've got going on. Of course, the biggest news to come out, and we'll talk about all of these things here, but the biggest one, of course, that came out in just the last couple of days is that Tom Brady, first of all, is not returning to the New England Patriots. He posted on Instagram that that was not going to happen, but it looks like now it has shown that he is expected to sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So... We'll see where all of this goes, but it looks like multiple people, including Adam Schefter and Jeff Darlington from ESPN, who, trust me, these are guys with the best sources in the business. So I trust what they're going to say. And of course, you know, Tom Brady said goodbye saying, quote, although my football journey will take place elsewhere, I appreciate everything that we have achieved and I'm grateful for all of our incredible team accomplishments. Again, Brady at 42 years old, leaves New England with six Super Bowl rings, more than any other quarterback, and 41 playoff starts since 2001. Brady, of course, has said in recent years he wants to play at least until he's 45. Sometimes, again, as you saw with Peyton Manning, the body doesn't let you do that. So we'll see where all of this goes up. But again, you're going to a place where Bruce Arians, the head coach in Tampa Bay, is a very big quarterback guru. He's gotten a lot out of a lot of different quarterbacks. Um, Of course, Jameis Winston, it looks like he's out if Tom Brady's going to be there, so we'll see where you go. But, of course, you've got wide receivers like Mike Evans who's down there, which outside of Randy Moss will probably be the best wide receiver that Tom Brady has been able to throw the ball to. Again, the wide receiver position. He had Gronkowski for a long time there. So, this it's just exciting to see. And again, <laughs> it was interesting because again, it also Chris Goodwin is down there as well. Also another really good wide receiver. 
for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But of course, uh, season ticket sales spiked there in Tampa. So it's going to move things. I think the Patriots are going to be okay, really. Again, they've still got Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick seems to want more young players there. So that seems to be where this is all moving. We'll see how that ends up. But again, it's the end of an era. Tom Brady has spent, again, 20 seasons with the with the Patriots, which is longer than any other quarterback when you look at everything. And it shows, again, that sometimes they move on. You, you always want them to retire like Derek Jeter, who played his entire season and his entire career with the Yankees. You don't just have that in a lot of places. I mean, you look at Joe Namath playing for the Rams or Michael Jordan playing for the Wizards. It's it's weird. Even Joe Montana, who won four Super Bowls with the 49ers, playing seasons with the Chiefs. Yes, some do find success. You see what Peyton Manning did with the Broncos, getting to two Super Bowls and winning one, even though really you were relying on Denver's defense to win that Super Bowl, the Super Bowl 50. So you look at all of this, we'll see where they go. Again, Brady seems to have lost some zip, on the football this past season. We'll see when you've got, again, wide receivers and tight ends like they have down there in Tampa Bay and Bruce Arians as the head coach. Things could change a little bit. We'll see, of course, what happens with the draft. So much other stuff going on in NFL free agency. It would take a two-hour-long show to talk about all of that. We'll see where all of that shakes out. Hey, once the free agency kind of settles down, that might be the only thing we talk about on next week's show, depending on all the other sporting news going on or lack thereof. So we'll see where that all ends up. Other big NFL news, of course, the one that happened before even the Tom Brady stuff happened. And again, there was so much guessing on where he was going to go. And we don't do that here at Modern Day Gladiators. We're going to look at the results and things that are happening right now. I'm not going to just play, look into a crystal ball and give you all these type of hypotheticals. We don't have time for that. We've got a bunch of other things to talk about. So you look at the other big news was the players approved of the new NFL collective bargaining agreement, which is going to be good for 10 more years. The vote was tight. 1,019 yes votes and 959 no votes. So it was very close. The big things that are going to happen are the CBA will expand the NFL's playoff field by two teams starting next season. Again, if we have next season, we'll see where all of this shakes out with COVID-19 and allow owners the option to expand the regular season from 16 games to 17 games as early as 2021. I'm still not a fan of 17 just because I liked it where it was at 16, to be perfectly honest with you. I didn't think that needed to change, but again, more money. The players are going to get more money, and that's what a lot of them looked at. You saw a lot of veteran players where like Ed Sherman and J.J. Watt, guys like that say this was just not going to be good. They didn't like this, that they were voting no. But again, these guys have bigger contracts and a lot more money than some of these other guys. Remember, the average lifespan of an NFL player is only three years. About, again. So when these players have the chance maybe to make a few hundred thousand dollars more or maybe even a couple million dollars more, they're going to jump on that. So again, the the profit sharing is going to be better for the players. And again, this is a 10-year deal. And I know some a lot of the players didn't want the 17-team deal. We'll see where all of that goes. Again, they will get 
47% of all league revenue, keeping with their number from the current CBA. But again, it's going to go up and up and up. Starting in 2021, they're going to get at least 48% of all league revenue. And it can climb as high as 48.8% depending on the league's TV revenues. And now this, I think, is going to be a big thing when you look at all of the stuff that they talk about. Because again, viewership is still right now, it's up for the NFL, but it has been down for a lot of other sports just because again, you have cord cutting, you have people doing other things. So we'll see where all of this comes when we look at the new TV deals, when they come up. I think ESPN's Monday Night Football deal, I think next year in 2021 is the first one to kind of come up. We'll see who's bidding for that and where all of that goes. So we'll see kind of where this all shakes out when it comes to the revenue. Again, the TV deals are going to be big because, yes, you do make money from attendance and all those things, but the TV deals is where they make the most of it. So we'll see. I do like the fact that they reduced the penalties for testing for certain substances, especially marijuana. And, again, that's a whole other issue that we could just dive right into. So we'll see. But that's, again, the football news that we've got. A quick college basketball note that has nothing to do with the NCAA tournament, and that is Rick Pitino is back in Division I college basketball. He is now the next head coach at Iona University. The Iona Gales, for those of you who don't know, that's their nickname. Uh, Iona coach Tim uh, Cluis announced Friday he's stepping down due to health seasons after 10 seasons with the Gales. The uh Iona won either the regular season or conference tournament champion every season from 2012 to 2019 before missing this past season. So you have all of those things. So Iona has always been a really good one in the, I think it's the Mid-Atlantic Athletic Conference, or the MAC. It's the M-A-A-C Conference when you have there. Patino, of course, he's 67 years old. Younger than the three gentlemen running for president. That's a whole other issue. Uh, but Patino, 67, hasn't coached in college since October 2017 when Louisville fired him after the FBI investigation into their college basketball. No one from the Cardinals was arrested, but they were all linked to the investigation through allegations that Adidas paid $100,000 to the family of five-star prospect Brian Bowen to steer him to Louisville. Patino and athletic director Tom Jurish were placed on unpaid administrative leave and then fired for the call for cause. So, but again, we'll see where all this kind of goes. Patino, of course, has been coaching overseas. He won two national championships, first in 1996 with Kentucky, 2013 with Louisville. So again, having Patino, and again, yes, there's some baggage there, but coaching at Iona, I don't know how much weight that's going to really carry because again you're still not you're going to get yes you're going to get more talented players to come and play for Rick Patino. I don't know how much more water he carries with all of that we'll kind of have to see where it all shakes out but hey I'm fine with having Patino back in college basketball as long again keep your nose clean and it's going to be okay Moving on to wrestling news as we wrap up this edition of Modern Day Gladiator. First, though, before we move on to that, we still got to thank our sponsors, Joe Shirt at JoeShirt.com. We love them here. They are incredible. They sell just some of the great T-shirts that you got, your idea to expand your brand. They can help you with that. You go to JoeShirt.com. They've been doing business here in Knoxville for over 30 years. 
you want to put your name, your brand, whatever you've got on a t-shirt, help, they can help you there. Also, they've got Joe Deluxe, which is putting things on mugs, on banners, on pens, what have you. They can help get it there, and it's just amazing quality. We love them here at Outlander Media. And, of course, we also have to thank Otherworldly Coffee. Otherworldlycoffee.com is where you can go to get some of the best coffee where it's just going to get you energized. It's liquid cocaine. It's great stuff. And, again, it's by people who believe in the supernatural, which, of course, a lot of the gentlemen here at Outlander Media love. They've got the Bigfoot blend, the Mothman blend, many other great stuff. If you use code OUTLANDER in all caps – Whatever you get, your first order, you're going to get 20% off with otherworldlycoffee.com. So head there. And of course, we got to thank all the other great shows we've got here at Outlander Media, including Haffle, DLC Respawn, Deadbeat Radio, Scared Stupid, Geeks and Hair to the Earth, so much more, so many great programs, including this one at Modern Day Gladiators. Listen to us wherever you get your fine podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, where have you. Please give us those five-star reviews. Give us a listen. We will love you forever if you get out there and follow us. Of course, you can follow Outlander Media on all social media platforms. And as well, if you go to outlandermedia.net, you can see all the podcasts and all the projects that we are working on, including Rush Wrestling. We had our first show last week. It was a big success when you look especially at how the CDC guidelines at the time were reducing crowds to, to you know, 200. We had it in the Clinton Armory at five amazing matches. I was happy to call the matches with Matt Rose and Corky McCorkle. Again, look for all of it when it comes out on streaming and, of course, on the local CBS affiliate here in Knoxville. Be sure to check it out. We put a lot of great effort into it. It's going to be amazing. You're going to love it. The crowd there in Clinton, it was about 70 people strong, but they were vocal. They were great. It was a lot of fun. So, again, so happy to be a part of that, and we've got more to come, especially as this virus and everything starts to dissipate. We've got plans for some big stuff here with Rush Wrestling. The rest of the wrestling news is going to be interesting. WrestleMania, that was one of the big things that was like the last big entertainment thing that was still going on, but finally, it looks like the WWE and Hillsborough County, where they have, they're going to have WrestleMania 36 in Tampa, finally said, hey, we, we can't do this. We can't have 60,000 people, especially with all the travel restrictions, and a lot of tickets were sold for international people. You can't have that. You can't have them all gathering in Florida where there's going to be more and more cases coming of coronavirus. You can't have that. So they have postponed WrestleMania. Not postponed it. They have moved it. They're going to have it in the Performance Center. At least that's where it goes right now. The WWE has moved some of their other events also to the Performance Center. The last SmackDown and Raw that have aired have been with no crowd in the Performance Center, and they're going to move WrestleMania there, which is going to be very interesting to see how they decide to do this and have these big matches. I mean, these are the matches, because this is the culmination of the year's work that the WWE always builds to, is WrestleMania. It's the granddaddy of them all. You know, you're going to have Brock Lesnar, Drew McIntyre. You're going to have Shayna Baszler taking on Becky Lynch. Bill Goldberg taking on Roman Reigns. The Edge versus Randy Orton, so much more happening. And now all of these 
you look at it and seeing that it's going to happen in the performance center, which is probably about the size of the armory that we had Rush Wrestling at, and then there's going to be nobody there except just the essential personnel to call the match and work the cameras and everything. It's going to be a surreal experience. And again, things might change a tad if, again, the curve flattens and things kind of move back a little bit to normal. We'll see how it all shakes up. It's just going to be so surreal because, I mean, starting with WrestleMania 17, they've all been in huge stadiums. They've had them in just these big, big arenas. I mean, yeah, you had WrestleMania 20 back in Madison Square Garden and a couple of different ones at 21 and 22 in in Los Angeles and Chicago. But since then, even 23, they've been in just stadiums. So we'll see, again, how this all shapes up. But it looks like, again, they're going to play. It's going to be a surreal experience. Also, you talk about other wrestling, all elite wrestling. They've got a show Wednesday night as I'm recording this right now it is still on they've been moving wrestling to Daly's place uh, which is part of the amphitheater there where the Jacksonville Jaguars are in their stadium but of course uh, all elite wrestling owned by Tony Khan his father owns the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars so at least they can kind of keep things under control there as well of course again things are fluid we of course will post all the updates about everything going on with this out there to you on the Modern Day Gladiators social media pages. So we're going to take just, it's not even a break. We are just going to end the show here. I don't know why I'm even talking. It's again, we've got so much of this stuff going on that it's, it's, it's a blow. And again, I understand again, so much of this is not important really in the grand scheme of things, but it's something so many people out there of you listening and myself, we love sports and pro wrestling and everything that goes along with it and talking about it. I love bringing this show to you. So we are going to end this episode, but we'll be back next week with more news and information as things keep rapidly changing in this crazy, crazy world that we've got right now. But until then, everybody, again, as always, please wash your hands. Keep social distancing and just hug your loved ones if you can, as long as you've washed and bathed and all that. Still, you know, be close to your loved ones. Tell them you love them. I love every one of you. Too sweet. We'll see you next time. <laughs>